0: Turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 45. 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 45. Jesus was on the shore of the Sea of Galilee and his disciples had been fishing all night and had caught nothing. Jesus said, cast your net on the other side. They listened to Jesus and they took such a great number of fish in the net that their nets began to break from the weight. They listened to Jesus. At Christmas time, 2,000 years ago, God told Joseph, Take Jesus and flee the land, for Herod is seeking the child's life. He sent an angel to communicate the message, and Joseph listened. To God and he left and went to Egypt and Jesus' life was spared. It's important to listen to God and uh, as we listen to God we're able to see him work in our lives, we're able to see the spiritual weapons that he's given us uh, to be effective as we follow him and God will take care of us and help us as we listen to him and follow him. David listened to the Lord and followed him. Uh, He knew uh, the the situation with the army of the Philistines and the army of the Israelites was a difficult situation. Goliath had been coming out and taunting the armies of Israel and uh, had been asking them to send a champion to come fight him. And David hears his words as he curses God and as he defies the armies of God. And he says, who is this vile Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And he volunteers to fight Goliath. Now, if it had been left up to what David heard from men, he never would have fought Goliath. Because the Israelites would run from Goliath when Goliath would come out. If he'd have listened to his older brother Eliab, he would not have fought Goliath because Eliab said, who'd you leave those few sheep with when you came up here? I know you're just coming to see the battle. And Eliab had bitter words and discouraging words for him. If he'd have listened to Saul, he would not have fought Goliath because Saul said, Goliath has been fighting since he was a a young man, but you're just a youth. You're not experienced in warfare. But David didn't listen to any of those voices. He listened to the voice of God. And we know that because he tells Goliath, God has delivered you into my hand. David knew as he as he walked out there with just a sling and some stones and a staff that he didn't have a whole lot to fight with. But he did have the Lord. And when you have the Lord, it makes all the difference. And so uh, the fight has yet to be fought, and Goliath has just told David, come out here so that I can feed your flesh to the birds of the air. And David is going to respond in these few verses we're about to read, and he's going to describe how he is coming to battle against Goliath. And uh, he's going to give us some reasons why to listen to God. And as you know the story, as they come to battle David takes a stone out, and he takes his sling, and he's swinging that sling, and he lets it go, and the the stone flies true, hits Goliath in the forehead, sinks down into his forehead, and kills him, and he falls to the ground dead. David goes and cuts his head off with his own sword and takes his head. I know that's kind of gross, but he takes his head uh, to King Saul to show him that the battle has been won. I'm going to tell you something. You may have some battles today that you're fighting. Maybe it's a battle of sickness or a battle of grief or a battle of heartache of some kind. But I want you to know that God is up to our battles, and uh, we're going to uh, encourage this morning that each of us listen to God and follow Him in faith. Time my message is reasons to listen to God. Let's look at verse 45. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with a dagger, spear, and sword. But I come against you in the name of Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel's armies. You have defied him. Today the Lord will hand you over to me. Today I'll strike you down, cut off your head, and give the corpses of the Philistine camps to the birds of the sky and the creatures of the earth. Then all the world will know that Israel has a God, and this whole assembly will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's. He will hand you over to us. Reasons to listen to God. Why should we listen to God? The first reason is so that you can benefit from His authority. His authority. Goliath was an impressive individual. He was some nine and a half feet tall approximately uh, He had a coat of armor uh, a, a, a shield that was a, a larger shield. He had a big spear, he had a javelin he had all this equipment uh, his spear was so heavy you couldn't use it much much farther than about six feet um, and so. He's standing out here, this big, impressive man, and here comes this teenager to fight him. And he looks at David, and he, he despises him, the Bible says. Am I a dog that you come with me with a stick? Get your real weapon, and let's fight. You know, he's intimidating David, but David comes not with these human instruments of war, He comes with God's authority. He says, I come in the name or as the representative of God of hosts, Yahweh of hosts. And when you come in the authority of Jesus' name, hell itself can't stand against you. The Bible says that we are to pray in his name. We are to serve, to witness in his name. And as we do these things, we do so with his authority. police officer stands in front of a semi and goes like this, sticks his hand out. And that semi stops, not because he has power, but because he has authority. You have authority as a child of God if you know Christ. And the Bible says the demons of hell have to submit in the name of Jesus Christ to the child of God as we speak in his name. Uh, We pray in his name, knowing that as he guides us in prayer, we'll have what we ask. We witness in his name because we come as his representatives to a lost world, and there's power in that. So, we need to listen to God because of his authority. I want you to know there's nothing that you can come across, no task is too great that God could give to you, that God and his power can't work through you. And with his authority and working in his name. There are things I've, I've recognized over the years. If I come up with an idea, a lot of times it won't work. But if God lays it on my heart, there's power to see it through. Uh, that's because of his authority. So God wants us to see his authority, benefit from his authority. And as we listen to him and follow him in faith, we will have that authority as David had. Uh, exercise that authority. If the enemy comes to tempt you in the name of Jesus Christ, leave this place. Uh, Resist the devil, the Bible says, and he will flee from you. You have that authority as a child of God. So, reasons to listen to God. Why should you listen? So you can benefit from his authority. Secondly, so you can benefit from his opportunity. Look at what he says in verse 46. Today... The Lord will hand you over to me. David had an opportunity that came his way on that specific day. God's opportunity. There's been times that I've witnessed to people, and and I believe that God commands us to do that. Um, But there have been certain times I've shared, and then there's been times where I felt like the Lord was specifically leading me to share with somebody And I could just tell that God was with me because uh, I could sense his leading, and I could sense the person responding, and the person gave their heart to Christ. It was an opportunity from God that if I had failed to, to share, I might have never had again. It was today's opportunity. God has opportunities for each and every one of us. I've shared with you before about a time where I missed an opportunity. Um, and down in Texas and I was going to fish and the spirit of God was touching my heart to share with the man that was selling the minnows there at Brennan's Bass Shop <clears throat> and I resisted it. I left, I went, fished, went home came the next day to church and, and was talking with somebody in Sunday school and he said, hey, did you hear what happened to that guy at Brennan's Bass Shop? I said, no, what? He said, he went home, shot his girlfriend, and shot himself. I missed my opportunity. We need to listen and obey God because of his opportunity. David had an opportunity. And he took that opportunity by faith. And when he took the opportunity that God gave, God won a great deliverance, not only for David, but for the whole nation what would happen if every child of god took every opportunity that god gave them to serve him what would happen if every time the spirit of god prompted our hearts we said yes lord and we were obedient i think this body of believers would be blessed i think our families would be blessed i think this city would be blessed maybe even this country would be blessed if We say yes to the opportunities that God gives us. A teenager, sometimes people say, well, I'm too young to serve God. Other people say, well, I'm too old to serve God. No, when God gives you an opportunity and you take it and his power is with you, it doesn't matter what your age is because he works through you to make a difference. Reasons to listen to God. First of all, His authority. Secondly, His opportunity. By the way, before I move on from opportunity, there may be an opportunity to encourage a fellow Christian. Do you ever know God sometimes uses us in the lives of other Christians? The Bible says that we're all part of a body of believers and that we're given a responsibility to minister to the body of Christ as God leads us. Some of us do it more action oriented. Some do this through words, but it is so important to listen to God when God tells you to speak for Him. Why? Because there's somebody who needs to hear it. I, I remember W. A. Chriswell telling a story about uh, he was just, his heart was just full one day, and he was in his dorm room and he was singing the song "It Pays to Serve Jesus." It pays every day. And he was just singing through this song and just kind of worshiping the Lord. And years later, a man comes up to him at a convention and he says, you probably don't know me, but he said, I heard you singing at Southern Seminary. And I was packing my books and and, uh, packing my stuff to, to leave seminary and to leave the ministry. And I heard you singing, it pays to serve Jesus. It pays every day, pays to serve Jesus every step of the way. And he said, I decided to stay, and I'm a pastor today because of that encouragement. It is so important to encourage and to speak for God when God tells you to speak. So, his opportunity. Uh, Why listen to God? You can benefit from his authority, his opportunity. Thirdly, his presence. My translation says at the end of verse 46, then all the world will know that Israel has a God. But what it literally says in the Hebrew is so that all the world will know that there is a God in Israel. I want you to know something. When we say yes to God and we are obedient to God and we follow him in faith, his power works through our lives So that God impacts people's lives. Uh, God told Ezekiel. He said, Ezekiel, I'm sending you to a rebellious people. He said, "Uh, they're hard-headed. So I'm going to make you hard-headed. I'm going to make your forehead like Flint. And you're to tell them every word that I tell you to speak. And they're not going to listen to you. He said, but when you speak and I work through you, they will know that a prophet has been among them. What if when you obey God and you trust him by faith at your workplace or out with your friends or wherever it may be, and you say yes to God and God uses you to impact someone else, could they say, yes, there's a God in this person? Yes, there's a God at South Clinton Baptist Church. Listen, I want you to know not only the Israelites were blessed through what David did. The world was blessed. As they heard what God did through this young teenage boy, they thought, well, how in the world can a young teenage boy beat this huge soldier who is a career soldier? There's got to be a God in Israel. We heard uh, last week, Philip shared about his uh, 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 brother-in-law who had had the the places healed. We've been praying for him to be healed. The doctors didn't know how to explain it. There's a God at South Clinton Baptist Church and probably other places where they've been praying for him. I want you to know something. I heard another story this week about somebody else who uh, had these places in their stomach that were healed through the prayers of God's people. We serve a living God. When, when we say yes to God and we're obedient to God and God works through our lives, people see that God is not just something we talk about. He is a living God. There is a God in us. There is a God in our church. I want you to know something. God can use you and he can demonstrate uh, Christ through your life as you are obedient to him. I love what Paul said. Uh, talking about sharing Christ, he said, We are the fragrance of life and the fragrance of death. The fragrance of Christ as we share. Who is equal to such things? Do people smell Jesus when they see your life? If you say yes to God and you follow Him in faith, they will see Jesus in you. So, reasons to listen to God. Uh, why should we do it? His authority. His opportunity, his presence, and finally his deliverance. His deliverance. Look at verse 47. And this whole assembly will know that it is not by sword or by spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord. He will hand you over to us. The Lord saves. Not by sword or spear. God has a different method. God has a spiritual method. You see, it wasn't just David's sling and a stone. God was with him. There was a spiritual element. You remember when Elisha was was standing with his servant, and the servant says, oh, what are we going to do? There's all these armies surrounding us, and Elisha says, Lord, open his eyes. And God opened his eyes, and there was all these angelic warriors standing around them protecting them that's the spiritual side of things God does things in a different way who would have thought that God would redeem humanity by sending his son to die no human being would have come up with that only God in his great wisdom and in his perfect knowledge of what it would take for sinful human beings to have a relationship with the Holy God and to go to heaven, only God could have come up with that plan. God doesn't deliver the way this world delivers. He delivers a different way. There's a lot of people that say, well, it's narrow-minded to believe that there's just one way to heaven. But that's what Jesus said. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Uh, This... Way of salvation. Why is it so important that we have this way of salvation? Because all of us are sinners. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, Whether it's an unkind word that we say or a lie that we tell or we take God's name in vain or whatever it may be. All of us have sinned. And just one sin is enough. condemn us Uh, one scripture says if you break one commandment you've broken them all because you're a lawbreaker when the law is broken a just judge has to issue a penalty and God is perfectly just his standards are higher than our standards Jesus is the only way a human being can be saved because only Jesus lived a perfect life in our place died on the cross to take our penalty An infinite God taking an infinite penalty upon himself. And he said these words, it is finished. God's deliverance. I want to tell you, when I was an 11-year-old boy, I surrendered my heart to Christ and I put my trust in Jesus Christ. And God delivered me. He set me free from my sin. The guilt was gone. I felt like there's a weight off my shoulders because God took away the guilt. He changed me from the inside out. My speech was different, my practices were different in my life, my heart was different. And it, I, was, I had been delivered by Christ. There's no deliverance like Christ's deliverance. People try to deliver sometimes and you you ever felt, oh, you know, here you try this and you try that and you try the other thing and nothing works. And you ever been in one of those situations where you just feel frustrated? Where you feel, well, how is this going to be accomplished? Did you know God never feels that way? His way of salvation is perfect. He is able to save. But not only does he save with salvation, he saves in the different areas of our lives. He saves sometimes from sickness in this world, as we've talked about. Uh, Sometimes he saves us or delivers us from an emotional situation. Uh, He can deliver us from uh, the demonic harassment that sometimes may take place in our lives. He can deliver us in our finances. Ask Peter. God said, go fish Take the, take the gold coin out of the mouth of the fish. Peter found out God could provide. I want you to know that God is able to deliver. And as you, as you think about this fact, first of all, if you're not saved, put your trust in Jesus. Surrender to Him so that you can be delivered from your sin and have a home in heaven. You could be delivered from hell. But if you know Christ... Bring your issues to him. Tell him about those issues in prayer. Because he's the God who can deliver. No, I love the youthful confidence in God that David had. He says, all these others are running from Goliath. Nobody thinks perhaps God could help us win this battle. Isn't it funny how we are sometimes... We'll look at a situation. We think, well, this could never work because of this, 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 and this. And we have all the reasons down. And we never think God could overcome these things. David just had this youthful faith in God. Faith as a little child, right? And he goes forward and God gives him a great victory. Some college students got underneath a haystack because it was raining. They had met for prayer. But they kind of dug down into the haystack and were got underneath it because the rain was was uh, hard. And, and they were praying for revival in this country. And God sent revival. Why? Because somebody had enough faith to ask him for it, to persist in prayer. Uh, what could God do What could God deliver us from? Uh, What sin habit do you have that you need deliverance from? I want to tell you, God is able to deliver. Call out to him in prayer. Get somebody else to call out on your behalf and trust him. He can deliver you. Learn how to walk in his spirit and how to live a wise lifestyle so that you can find his freedom. But he is able to deliver. I remember the story where uh, Peter was locked up in prison for preaching the gospel. And uh, uh, James had already been put to death. And Herod was planning on putting Peter to death. He had soldiers chained to him. But that night, Peter was woken up. And uh, the angel says, uh, come with me, Peter. And the, the bonds fall off. And the guards are just laying there asleep. The doors open up. He takes him out into the street. Peter's standing there in the street, and all of a sudden the angel disappears. And Peter's saying, okay, I thought I was seeing a, a vision or having a dream or something. He's, I don't know if he pinched himself, but I've been delivered. And he goes and knocks on the door where the church is praying for him. Rhoda comes to the door, shuts the door, leaves him out there, goes, Peter's outside. Why didn't you let him in? Uh, And they went out and they saw that Peter was there and they greatly rejoiced, the Bible says. I want you to know, we serve a God who is able to deliver. Take your request to him in prayer. Listen to him. And obey him as he guides you. And you can be an instrument of deliverance. I remember when I was in high school, I'd I'd seen my dad uh, win people to Christ and learn the Romans road uh, when I was in Bible school. Uh, But I remember just sensing the spirit of God leading me to witness to this man. We were on break. And uh, I felt like, well, you know, this guy's probably in his 40s or so, and, and I'm, just, I'm just a teenager, and uh, you know, I don't know how successful this will be, or if he'll even listen to me. But I, I just briefly asked him if he would like me to share with him how he could have a relationship with Christ, and, and he said he would. And, and I went through the Romans Road with him, said, would you like to give your heart to Christ and follow him and, and receive him? And he said, yes, I would. And, and we prayed right there in the break room, at uh, robert's steakhouse on alcohol highway some of y'all know what it's something else now but back then it was robert's steakhouse and uh he gave his life to christ and he told me the next the next time i saw him he said yeah me and my family went to church this past sunday and i'm scheduled to be baptized but i was just a teenager what if i had listened to that voice in my own heart you're just a teenager he's an adult He's not going to listen to you. But the Lord touched my heart. Listen, there's a potential. We can be an instrument of God's deliverance. As you invite somebody to church, simple act, isn't it? Maybe God lays it on your heart to invite your neighbor. Or you invite somebody to a fellowship. Or you invite somebody to a musical if they like music, whatever it is and God begins to plant seeds in their life, and they come to Christ. I want to tell you something. You have as much role in that person coming to Christ as the person who shares the Christ with them. God can use you to be an instrument of deliverance, just as he used David. You've just got to be willing. Somebody once said Christianity is 1% ability and 99% availability. Adrian Rogers said God can take a crooked arrow and shoot it straight. Do you believe that? Your hang-ups and your problems are not barriers to God. He could use you if you're willing. Just be willing as he leads you. Reasons to listen to God. Why? So you can benefit from his authority, his opportunity, his presence, and his deliverance. And as you do, they will know that there is a God in your life. There's a God in this church that can make a difference. In their lives. Uh, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for um, speaking to us and showing us, Lord, the importance of listening to you and trusting you. And God, I pray that this morning we would respond to you as you lead us to respond. And if there's somebody here today that, uh, as a Christian, uh, needs to, to commit themselves to be obedient as you lead them in their daily lives, Lord, to to be an instrument of deliverance for you. I pray that they would respond to you. Uh, Maybe there's somebody here today, Lord, that doesn't know Jesus Christ. I pray that they would give their hearts a